Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, that wasn't just a win last night in the debate. Come on. Come on now. Come on. Stop it. That was a complete electoral evisceration like we haven't seen in a long time. Of course, I'm talking about the debate. Probably upwards of 70 million plus people saw it last night. 70 million plus people last night also for the first time due to a media blackout heard about the corrupt Biden crime family too. They were like, what? What? There's a corrupt Biden crime family? Yeah. Uh, Due to a media blackout, you just heard that last night for the first time. Huge, huge win. Ladies and gentlemen, I have all the highlights and lowlights. And I also have, again, a confirmation of the Trump strategy people are missing here. And it's really frustrating. Because I don't want to be right, but I'm right on this one. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we taped our interview show. Uh, We're going to try to put it out today, Friday, if not tomorrow morning, Saturday, on our Rumble channel at Bongino.com. Our interview show with Rudy Giuliani, uh, 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 Robert Cahaley from the Trafalgar Polling Group, and Steve Cortez from the Trump campaign. I'm not kidding when I say I'm really, really proud of this show. Throw out every single thing you've heard about the polls. Robert brings up the neighbor question. I'm just going to tease it there. When you hear about the neighbor question, you're going to be like, now it makes sense. Also, Rudy Giuliani, I got a preview of my interview with him, drops a nuke on the interview. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, protect your online activity from prying eyeballs today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. That was a very long intro, but welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Well, Daniel, you know it's Friday, so I'm always doing well. Joe's, uh, yes. Yeah. Especially on Friday in his worst 1960s game show voice, bringing us back (laughs) to the halcyon days of talk radio. Yeah, I was up late last night, as you (laughs) can imagine, but I'm feeling really chipper. (laughs) Yeah. No, I know, because, Joe, you got to see the interview show already. Um, it's amazing. It, I, I'm not just saying that. Cause yeah. It's due to the guests. It's, you know, the guests oh, were phenomenal. It is. It's incredible. The pollster who nailed it in 2016. Oh, it was amazing. Robert Cahaley. He brings up some points I promise you've never heard of before, and it's going to leave you with a real smile when you're done. And Rudy, I don't even know what to say about Rudy. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, don't miss it. All right, let's get to it. No more All time right, to bro. waste. Today's uh, show brought to you by friends at My Patriot Supply. You ready for what's next? Food shortages, power outages, grocery stores closed, social unrest. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, let's hope that stuff doesn't happen. Let's pray it doesn't. But God forbid it does. Are you prepared? Do you have food insurance? Food insurance? What's that? That's insuring your food supply. God forbid something goes wrong. I don't mean a paper policy. I mean actual food. I have it. You insure everything in your lives that matters, right? You insure your health. You insure people have eyeglass insurance. How do you not have insurance for your food supply? You can avoid the panic masses in a last minute rush today. How? Order your four-week supply of emergency food from MyPatriotSupply.com. They're my go-tos. I have tons of this stuff. Starvation or dependency on the government are your only options when you fail to plan ahead. Avoid the pain of being unprepared. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. Don't wait. Build your emergency food supply with meals that last up to 25 years in storage. Ship discreetly to your door. I have so much of this stuff. I actually used one of the containers of Patriots by last night to go get a briefcase on top because I couldn't reach it. I'm not kidding. That's how much of this stuff I have. <laughs> I am a customer too. Folks that know what's coming, it's a true story. I'm using today to prepare. My mother-in-law wanted a key. I couldn't reach. It was up on my head. I'm like, oh, give me the Patriots supply. There's still time for you to do the same. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, the original Patriot Preparedness Company, MyPatriotSupply.com. Ensure your food supply today. Get the four-week supply of emergency food. Do not wait. MyPatriotSupply.com. All right, Joe, let's go. All right, all right, all right. Hey, one quick note. The New York Times has the sads, I think, because we uh, eviscerated their dopey reporter's story about uh, the coming coup. So they kept us off the bestsellers. <laughs> They have the sands. They were sitting in the corner, which, you know what? I'm not kidding. It's actually a good thing because then they always hit you with the fake asterisks. Bulk sales. We're actually yeah. glad. We don't want anything to do with the New York Times. We're on every bestseller list out there. Wall Street Journal, Amazon, all of them. But the New York Times must have the sands. So they kept my new book off the chart. So good for you guys sitting in the corner whining. I'm taking my toys and going home. I don't blame you. I'd do the same thing. Why would you want Dan Bongino on your bestseller list after we just made you look like fools? All right, let's get to the debate. Before we get into the videos, and we got a lot of videos, so much so, uh, I think I crashed Paula's system for putting the show together today. Uh, I 
I made the point after the last debate that Trump's strategy here is becoming clear. Listen, is it executed perfectly all the time? Is everything Donald Trump does four-dimensional chess? Uh, no, it's not. But it's not. But it's clear they have a strategy. And the strategy, which I said after the last debate, which everybody swore. Remember, Joe, after the last debate, Trump was too aggressive. He turned everybody off. He's going to lose. It was horrible. Yeah. Biden won so big. And I went on Hannity and I said, you're missing the point here. Trump being aggressive was part of their strategy. That's not going to turn off one voter at all in the Trump base. Not one. They voted for aggressive Trump. The aggressive Trump, though, understanding it's a base election, got Joe Biden to alienate his own base as Joe Biden ran away, fumbled and bumbled, and ran away from some far left ideas in the first debate. I'm not going to stop fracking. Stop looking at it. Joe, please tell me I'm explaining this yeah. right because this is super important because yeah, it'll explain last night's debate too. Stop looking at it through how a Republican sees Joe Biden, these debates, and start looking at it as a Joe Biden possible supporter on the Democrat side sees Joe Biden. And you'll see how hmm. Trump has been so effective at decimating Biden's base in a base election. Again, two different types of elections, mm -hmm. not to simplify it, but for the sake of the show, there are really generally two types of elections. There are base turnout elections where you really you don't forget the independents. But you focus more on your hard conservatives, libertarians and Republicans turning out every single one of them. And you hope to get a few independents. Another election, say a Reagan 84 election, you get your base and you try to cater to some independents, too, to get the 51 percent. That's not now. I'm not saying Trump doesn't care about independents. I'm telling you their strategy right now is if we get the independents, great. And the persuadables, terrific. But we think we can win by turning out our base in numbers we haven't seen before. Okay. Get it? Yeah, yeah. That needs he, explaining. He understands. Yeah. yeah. Please. Thank you. Because this is, I'm getting it tons does, of emails dude. on this. Yeah. He's saying independence, fine. They're a secondary priority right now. Right now, I want people who haven't voted in years, but who are definitely Republicans, but are only marginally attached to politics. I want them to turn out numbers they haven't turned out before. And I think if they do it, even if we lose the independence, we can still win. That was his strategy in the first uh, debate. Clearly, go captain aggressive, cater to that base, get people all riled up, and then get Biden to detach himself from his base by, by saying things like, I'm not for single-payer health care, you know, uh, by Trump binging up the super predator comments, the predator comments about the black community Biden made, by Trump getting Biden to say, I'm not going to stop fracking. Remember, how does a leftist see that? What does he mean Biden's not going to stop fracking? What do you mean? He called bl young black men predators? Yeah, yeah this right. is all true. That's right, what right, Trump right. was doing. Yeah. Everybody laughed. Yeah. Oh, Dan Bongino's crazy. We had that dopey guy at late night, uh, whatever his name, Seth Miller or something. He's like, look at this guy. Trump's the apex predator. It's a base election. This is so stupid. Really? Let's go to the Washington Examiner piece today. Again, a rather astute political analyst who's no Trumpkin, by the way. David Drucker, Washington Examiner. And some way you think you're wasting your time. You're like, I make this stuff up. I hear stuff. Trump juices base to compensate for 2016 supporters defecting to Biden. Sounds like something I said a few weeks ago. It's a base election. You're reading this thing all wrong. If Trump wins re-election... You can attribute it to the two debates, the ones you thought, at least in the first one, you thought Trump lost. You may think that, but trust me, the Trump team doesn't. Let's go to this Washington Examiner piece. There's two screenshots I want to point out to you before we get to the video last night, showing you again how Trump is going exclusively for record turnout amongst diehards on his side. He's not forfeiting the independence, but they're a secondary priority, unlike almost every other election where you want the independence. Go to the Washington Examiner piece. I'll show you what I mean. Again, in case you think I just made this stuff up. Quote, David Drucker, but some Republican insiders in key Midwestern swing states say Trump's relentless focus on satisfying his most committed supporters just might deliver a late-breaking comeback. <laughs> wow. Well, who? That's just crazy. Again, this isn't a self-celebratory moment. I just, I don't, I guess having run for office in the past, I get really tired of, you know, a wannabe Stygian witch like political analysts who think we've got the eye. You know, I love the Stygian witches from Clash of the Titans. Give me the eye. And they act like they're like these, these prognosticators and they've gotten it wrong for the last 20 election cycles. 
I actually ran. Believe me, I lost. It stinks. But you learn a whole lot when you try things and they don't work out. We almost won one. Almost doesn't matter. You learn a lot of lessons. This is clearly a base election. We tried this exact same tactic in a congressional race in Maryland where we won on election day and lost on the absentee count just a few days later in a race that was overwhelmingly dominated by a Democratic D plus six district. We tried the same thing and it almost works. I know what they're doing. He is catering to the base, hoping people who haven't voted in decades will show up and who aren't showing up in the polls. And by the way, in my interview show, I asked this question to Robert Cahaley from the Trafalgar Group. He confirms basically my answer that I'm telling you now. This is a base election. Second part of the Washington Examiner piece. Look at these numbers. Again, in case you think this is just an opinion, not based on a data point. An analysis conducted by David Wasserman of the Cook Political Report found 4.9 million Eligible white voters without a college degree, part of Trump's base, that did not vote in 2016 in Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. By the way, folks, states that were decided by just thousands of votes. White working class voters are the bulwark of Trump's base. If the president can draw more of them to the polls, he might offset defections in the suburbs and from other blocks that propelled him to the White House, but are now backing Joe Biden. Folks, the Trump team, campaign team, is understood now for a long time. That Trump style, it can be abrasive. There's a lot of machismo there. There's a lot of Queens. I'm from Queens. Again, I get it. It doesn't bother me, but I get that it does bother others. There are some who don't like it. That's fine. That's your choice. We live in a constitutional republic. You vote for who you choose. If you're voting on style over the quality substance of the Trump presidency, Whatever, you do you. It's a stupid reason to vote, but do your thing. I can't tell you otherwise. But the Trump campaign team has understood for a while now that the style voters, follow me, Joe, the style voters, that all all they care about is the tweets. There's nothing they can do anymore about that. They're lost. So he's figuring, well, if 55% of people who don't care about the tweets are Republicans and care about the substance, tax cuts, judges, Trump's war on the deep state, war on media bias. He's figuring if I can turn out even a few percentage points more of them, and there's a lot of them, 4.9 million, but there aren't a lot of undecideds and I lose a few percentage points of them. So say I lose five percentage points of a million voters, but I gain 10 percentage points, say, of 4.9 million. What math works out better for you, folks? Oh, I'll take the 10 percentage points of 4.9 million rather than 1% of 1 million. Uh, Wouldn't you? I'm not making this up. They're not stupid. The Trump team has figured this out. They're not going to get the style voters anymore. Some suburban moms who don't like the tweets, they're lost. (sighs) Again, do not miss my opening segment of the interview show. With Robert Cahaley. I know I've teased it three times now, and I'm deeply sorry, but I'm telling you, everything you've been told about this election is wrong. Everything. These guys nailed it in 2016 when all the other pollsters like, it's going to be a rout. Trump has a 0% chance of winning. Okay. You missed my show. You're going to be one of those people who believes that. All right, now let's get to the debate, some of the uh, video from last night. You know, I I know you're going to get a lot of debate coverage on the news today. We're going to try and cover this a different way because I want to frame it in terms of a strategy so you understand the context of what happened last night. Anybody can play video. Oh, look at this. Trump owned Biden, whatever. Biden, whatever. There are a few of those, and we can laugh about a few of them. But keep this in mind. What's the bottom line up front? The Trump strategy is what? Excite my Republican base, I'm Donald Trump, and get Joe Biden's base to really hate and distrust Joe Biden. When you understand that, all these clips will make sense. Let's prove it now. Here's Trump. I want you to notice at the end, of this is actually a clip of Biden talking about the oil industry, but I want you to pay attention to what Trump says at the end too. I want to quote here, I underline this, have a big arrow, look. Trump says, oh, that's a big statement. What does he mean by that? What does he mean? Why does Trump think this is so big? Keep in mind the strategy. Excite my base. I'm Donald Trump. Get view this as a Democrat. Get Biden's Democrat base of moderates and liberals to both think he's a liar. 
Check this out. Pollutions that the pollutants coming out of those fence line communities. Okay, I have one final would question. Would he close it down falls, the oil industry? It falls. Would you close down the oil industry? I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I would transition. It is a big statement. That's a because big statement. I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh. <laughs> Folks, please take your Republican hat off for a minute. Put your Democrat hat on. The liberals love that. But the liberals are probably only... 50, 55% right now of the Democrat Party, maybe a little less. I may be over, over exaggerating their importance. Say 40%. Doesn't matter. There are a lot. The liberals love that. But what did Trump do? Watch as it watch now the debate as a moderate Democrat. Rewind that clip and watch it again. As a moderate Democrat, one of the what 10 million energy industry workers in America. Probably about, I don't know, maybe four or five million of those are probably Democrats. You're a Democrat now in Pennsylvania, a swing state won by just thousands of votes. You're in Ohio, a swing state won by a pretty handily by Trump, but still a swing state nonetheless, Ohio, that has a big natural gas and energy industry business. You're also in Texas, which is supposed to be in play, which is ridiculous, the Democrats telling us that. Texas, you know, Texas has nothing to do with oil, folks, of course. I mean, what are you, an idiot? So you're a Democrat moderate in the energy industry and Trump just got your your false god golden calf, Joe Biden, to admit in front of 70 million people that he wants to basically bury the oil industry because they pollute. Did you miss that? Hmm. Why do you think you think Trump is stupid? Like, oh, Trump is just some dunce who got elected president. First time out of the shoot, he runs for office. He wins the presidency. Oh, he's such a moron. Why do you think he said, oh, that's a big statement because he's a moron? He said, oh, that's a big statement because he understands the political damage Joe Biden just did to his Democrat moderate base. Watch the cut as a moderate Democrat working in an oil industry where there are tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people employed. If you're a Democrat energy industry employee who voted early for Joe Biden, You're right now saying, what do I do? Nothing. You already voted. Sorry. You voted for a guy who just said in front of 70 million people, he's going to crush your job. How's that sound? How do you like them apples, huh? Now, I want you to view this second cut. Keep in mind Trump's strategy. Excite my base. Get Joe Biden to alienate his. So now Joe Biden's did significant damage last night to moderate Democrats. Now watch Trump get Joe Biden to again walk back his opposition of fracking and lie about it. Now watch this cut as a liberal Democrat who thinks fracking is going to cause the earth to go up in smoke tomorrow morning and you hate it. Watch it as an anti-fracking liberal lunatic for a minute and maybe the Trump strategy will make more sense. Check this out. And what about fracking? All right, now, let me, now let me, have, let me allow fracking. Vice President I Biden to respond. I never said I oppose fracking. You, you said it on I, tape. I did show the tape. Put it on your website. I'll put it on. Put it on the website. Okay, we will show the tape. We'll get to that here next in a second. But again, put your Democrat liberal AOC fan uh, fangirl hat on and you hate fracking. That's one of their signature issues, getting rid of fracking, hydrofracking for natural gas, which has made the United States a powerhouse in the energy industry for around the world. Tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people, registered Democrats in many cases, employed in the hydrofracking industry for natural gas in swing states all over. Now, last night, some of the moderate Democrats again are like, wait, wait, he just said he's going to wipe out the oil industry. Now he's for fracking. He manages, number one, to get the moderates to show. He, so Trump shows the moderate Democrats that Biden's a total liar. On one hand, he's going to wipe out their jobs. On the other hand, he doesn't oppose fracking, which is the energy industry he just claimed he wanted to wipe out. Right, right. They're like, what? Now the liberals, the liberals, Joe, who love getting rid of fracking are like, wait, He told us before he was going to get rid of fracking. He lied to us, too. You don't believe me? Check this out. Just to clarify, would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? 
No, it would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of those, either any fossil fuel. So now he's got moderate Democrats in his base who think he's Scranton, a Scranton kid. Joe Biden. By the way, which is funny, he said last night he grew up in Delaware. Did you catch that? I thought he grew up in Scranton. Scranton's not in Delaware, folks. No. I thought he grew up in Scranton. He's a Scranton kid. You know, Scranton kid, the, yeah, the uh, Notre Dame Irish boxing guy. Scranton kid. I thought he was a scrappy Scranton kid. And then last night, I don't know if you caught, he said he grew up in Delaware. I thought he grew up in Scranton. So now he gets his moderate moderate Democrat base. To, to He proves he's lying. Wait, we're going to wipe out gas, cars, the oil industry, and everything else? I don't like that. Then the same people he shows... The moderate Democrats, no, no, no. Biden's trying to appeal to them now if they're saying he's going to wipe out the job. No, no, we're not going to wipe out fracking. Although he's on tape saying he's going to wipe out fracking, effectively alienating the libs and the moderates in his base. This guy is just a clown. He can't get out of his own way. Not only is he a corruptocrat, he's an incompetent goofball. Yet Trump remained entirely consistent in his appeal to his base. Showing you again, Trump is trying to excite his base Turnout we haven't seen in decades while getting Biden to alienate his. Ladies and gentlemen, the strategy is working here in Florida. The early voting numbers in here in Florida are catastrophic for the Democrats. He is in Joe Biden, that is, a world of trouble in Florida. You heard it here first. And again, another uh, topic we address with Robert Cahaley from Trafalgar. All right, let me get to my uh, my second sponsor. Now I want to get to healthcare next where Biden just destroyed himself yesterday. I mean, got caught in an outright total fabrication, uh, which is making him look foolish today. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at GenuCell. Ladies and gentlemen, you're the first to hear about Zotique, the new deep correcting serum from our friends at Chamonix. Here's George from Chamonix, the CEO and founder of this great American company. He says, listen, the challenge was to get all the benefits of alpha hydroxy acid with no irritation. And then combine that with their liposomal technology to deliver pure vitamin C deep into the dermis where collagen is made. It treats many layers of skin. The new Zotique deep correcting serum from Chamonix means skin that is smooth as silk, free from redness, acne, and acne scars. And... (laughs) And like the beautiful Paula, she's like, I love this stuff. And faster collagen production, it's the best serum they ever designed. Zotique's increased firmness, smoothness, and uh, diminishes adult acne, redness, and stress breakouts. You can also say goodbye to crow's feet and those dreaded laugh lines. And right now, you can try Zotique free when you order GenuCell for bags and puffiness. Luxury, results, and a 100% money-back guarantee. You can't beat that. How do you get it? Well, you go to GenuCell.com. For a free month's supply of Zotique with your order. Order now and get guaranteed free uh, three-day shipping. Go to GenuCell.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com and enter code DAN40. That's DAN40. DAN40 at checkout for an extra $40 off your order. Don't wait. Look better. Feel better today. Go to GenuCell.com. Use promo code DAN40. So not only did Biden uh, wreck himself alienating both components of his Democrat base, the moderates and the liberals. Um, he also got caught lying to independents. But Dan, you just said Trump's not targeting independents. No, I didn't say that. I said he's not prioritizing independents. There's a big difference. Trump's not going to turn down votes from anyone. Women, black voters, Hispanic voters, Asian voters, independents, libertarians. He's going to take whatever he can get. So last night, he let Biden, he, he didn't do the Trump the disruptor last night. He let Biden talk and Biden talked and buried himself and buried himself and buried himself with known false statements. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there are a couple different categories of political false statements because um, candidly, just about everything politicians say is somehow false. That's what they do. That's why they're politicians. They're skilled liars on BS artists. That's how they got good at politics, right? It's like a guy who can hit a baseball finds himself in baseball because he's really good at hitting a baseball. Good liars find their way into politics. So not every lie in politics is really that damaging. I wish it were, but it's not. Politicians lie all the time, Republicans and Democrats, because be candid about that, right? But there are some lies that are particularly damaging and that are lies that are obviously lies because people have personal and direct experience with them. One of the examples I use is why uh, former Mayor Rudy Giuliani won re-election in New York. The New York City papers swore forever um, that New York, as it was descending into madness and chaos, that liberalism was the way forward. This is so wonderful. We love it. David Dinkins is so great. Um, And then people got mugged and their car got stolen. Their daughter got attacked. 
Uh, it, their house got broken into. So do you get what I'm saying? Like the lie that liberalism is really wonderful when confronted by the reality of a burglar in your home makes the lie really pernicious and makes people angry because they can see it. There are other lies that are harder to detect. You know, when people say things like, you know, funding's being taken away from public schools when school choice goes in. People don't go and look at spreadsheets and the it's just hard to figure out. Some lies are easy to figure out. That's why this lie last night by Biden was so damaging and has become a uh, almost viral sensation amongst people on the Internet this morning who are like, is this guy kidding? Here's Biden last night. He, there are two whoppers here. Number one, uh, he supports the public option and claims that it's not going to crowd out private insurance. That's a that lie is not going to hurt him that much because I'll, I'll decipher it for you. And the fact that I have to decipher it means it's not going to hurt him that much. The second lie is going to do real damage. The second lie Biden said last night is, hey, no one lost insurance under Obamacare. Really? Play the cut. The idea that I want to eliminate private insurance, the reason why I had such a fight for with 20 candidates for the nomination was I support private insurance. That's why I didn't, not one single person with private insurance would lose their insurance under my plan, nor did they under Obamacare. They did not lose their insurance unless they chose they wanted to go to something else. What? Ladies and gentlemen, is this guy doing like peyote hits or something before? Nobody lost their insurance under Obamacare? Is he insane? Whoa. Can you put up this? What what are we looking at here? If you're watching my video show, uh, rumble.com slash Bongino, this is not a joke. This is the actual letter I got after Obamacare was enacted for my insurance company. I highlighted one point here. Dear Daniel Bongino, this letter is to advise you of certain changes to your health coverage with Care First Blue Cross that are required by the Affordable Care Act. That's Obamacare for the liberals listening. I highlighted this point. Your current plan will cease. (laughs) It's not funny. This isn't real letter. It's not a joke. I put that out years ago. My plan was canceled. I remember that. Yeah. Again. <laughs> well, of course yeah, you do, do, because we were friends. I was like, wait, <laughs> what? Folks, millions of people got these letters in the mail after Obamacare that their plan was canceled. You can lie all you want in politics. Some lies, like the public option one I'll get to in a minute. They're hard. They're hard to decipher through because you really have to go out and do homework. A lot of people don't have the time. They got their own jobs. I do politics for a living. This lie is deadly for him, politically deadly, because millions of people got the letter. Democrats, independents, Republicans, communists, anyone, libertarians had their insurance canceled. They got the letter just like I did. Lies like that tend to really, if I can be candid, really piss people off because they're like, hey, dude, are you really this out of touch? No one had their insurance. You you may love Obamacare. I don't. It's a disaster. But you know that's a lie. If you don't and you got the letter in the mail, you're either delusional and should seek mental health treatment or you're lying to yourself. You got the letter. You read it in the mail yourself. Biden is lying. Obamacare canceled millions of people's private insurance plans, including mine. That's a real letter. Rumble.com slash Bongino if you want to take a look. I also put it up on my parlor account last night. The second part of that, again, this is one of those lies that probably won't do a lot of political damage, candidly, because a lot of people don't understand what Biden's doing here. Let me walk you through this just fast, because I got a lot to get to. We got tons of video today. Again, we almost cracked our system here wide open, blowing up with video. Biden said in the first part of that, I'm not for government health care, government takeover of the health care system. He's basically saying, I only want a public option. In other words, a government option. Now, to a lot of people, folks, I don't mean this in any kind of pretentious you know, way. I'm not trying to sound like a drug. A lot of people don't have the time to study healthcare economics. What Biden's doing is he's trying to have it both ways. He's trying to cater to the AOC liberal lunatics who want government to take over the whole healthcare system by saying, I, I don't want a government takeover. I just want a public option, wink and a nod. But he's also trying to cater to the moderates in his party by saying, no, no, no. Government takeover is bad. I'm just going to put a government option so you can take, you don't have to take it. What do I mean by that? Ladies and gentlemen, a government option is a government takeover. It's just a backdoor way to do it that keeps both sides happy. 
The liberal lunatics like AOC know a public option will eventually destroy every private option out there. So they know it's just a backdoor way to do it. And the moderates who haven't done their homework hear public option and they think they're going to have a choice. So they're both kept happy. Biden's smart in this regard, but it is still a lie. Why? Because what the public option is, is a taxpayer funded giveaway to an insurance plan that's going to come into a market you're in right now. Say you're in the Florida insurance market, you're a carpenter here, you're in a union, whatever it may be, and you have a union insurance plan. That insurance plan is going to be undercut when the federal government comes in and prices you out by giving people lower prices. Like, Well, what's the problem there? Lower prices for insurance. The problem there is they're not really lower prices. They're only lower because other people are paying for it, other taxpayers, which is going to do what? which is going to crush every private insurance plan that can't keep up because they don't have taxpayer support. So your insurance plan goes out the window and you're now forced to call the government if you need, God forbid, cancer treatment or your chest cracked open. Do you understand? Does that make sense? The public option is a government takeover because the government is going to undercut everyone on price because they don't have to be price competitive. They'll just take more money from the taxpayers. Your private insurance is done. Dunzo. Thank you, sir. You see my point, though, Joe? You even having to yeah, explain that when you're explaining, you're losing. I get that. Uh-huh. And I understand that that public option lie, we're not going for a government takeover, we're only for a public option. That is a takeover, just a prolonged one. But I get that me having to explain that and others, we're already losing. Because it's not as easy of a lie to understand, but it is a lie nonetheless. All right, uh, let's get to this next segment here. This one is, um, this was just embarrassing. Again, Biden and the Biden crime family uh, just totally, completely exposed last night. President Trump went for it. He did the right thing and he put Biden back on his heels. Now, uh, Biden and uh, the um, allegations of payoffs from enemies of the United States to the Biden crime family, payoffs from China, Moscow, uh, payoffs taken in Iraq, payoffs taken in Ukraine, Um, The evidence here is strong that the Biden crime family was engaging in an international pay for play scheme, which is absolutely devastating. President Trump confronted him last night about it, Joe Biden, and Biden panicked. And he went back where every Democrat goes back to. They reach in their back pocket. They pull out the lint and out with the lint comes Russia. Check this out. There are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. They have said that this is, has all the care. Four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except the, his and his good friend, Rudy Gianni. You mean the laptop is now yeah. another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And that's exactly be. what is this that's where you're exactly going? what this is going. where he's going. The laptop right. is Russia, yes. Russia, Gentlemen, Russia. I want to stay on the issue of race. You okay? have to be kidding. Here Mr. we go President? again with Russia. Biden's a disgusting liar. Uh, he's a filthy, filthy old man and a disgusting liar. Biden knows that Hunter Biden's laptop contains treasure troves of information about an international pay-for-play scheme where the big guy, Joe Biden, was allegedly brought off by a nuclear-powered enemy of the United States. Oh, I got a Giuliani cut for my interview coming up and explains exactly what China was doing, ladies and gentlemen. And I promise you, your eyeballs are going to be open clockwork orange style. But Biden, interestingly enough, instead of just saying, hey, my family screwed up, because he, if he's elected, he will be impeached over this. If the Republicans take back this, there's no way you, this guy is a, do you understand Joe Biden is an active security threat to the United States right now? The Chinese have a blackmail file probably this big on Joe Biden's family. So, but Biden went back to the old talking point. This is Russian disinformation. In other words, the Russians somehow created Hunter Biden's laptop and had Hunter Biden sign for it, uh, which is so dumb it defies explanation. Um, But I put this out the other day. Um, Here is the statement by the former Intel officials Joe Biden is citing, who he claims debunked this whole story. Um, Here's the actual statement. Joe Biden hasn't actually read it. Um, Here's page one of seven. There's a quick highlight here. We put this out the other day. This is from these former Intel officials. We do not know if the emails, the Hunter Biden emails provided to the New York Post by President Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani, are genuine or not. And that we do and that we do not have evidence of Russian involvement, just that our experience makes us deeply suspicious. (laughs) So just to be crystal clear, Joe Biden, again, 
This is one of those lies that's hard to sort through. Not the easy lie about Obamacare didn't cancel your insurance. That's easy. You got the letter. There are some people on the left, some who are morons. And because Joe Biden lies and the media backs him up and says, no, no, the, her, the laptop is Russian disinformation. There's no evidence of that at all. And Joe Biden cites Intel officials who just said in their own statement, there's no evidence of that at all. Did you read it? It's on the screen, folks. It's their statement. People go, huh? and they suck it up. They lap it up like thirsty dogs. Yeah, yeah. Biden said Intel officials debunked the laptop, Hunter Biden laptop story. No, no, they, they didn't. They didn't say that at all. They have no evidence it's Russian disinformation. It's in their statement. Can you read? Of course you can. Your libs. Now, what's fascinating, too, is in that, in that quote there, that little Biden quote we played video, Biden cites five former CIA directors. Notice, Joe, there's a modifier there. Mm -hmm. Former yeah. CIA directors. In other words, they have no access to intelligence at all right now about Hunter Biden's lab. None. But here is the actual director of national intelligence now. Actual, meaning he's doing it right now and has access to the information. Going on a nationally televised cable television show, Maria Bartiromo show. This is John Ratcliffe, the current director of national intelligence, who's actually seen the intelligence, saying how these guys are all clowns. Check this out. Uh, it is Adam Schiff, the chairman of the House Intelligence uh, Committee, who, uh, as you pointed out on Friday, said that the intelligence community believes that Hunter Biden's laptop and the emails on it are, are part of some Russian disinformation campaign. Let me be clear. The intelligence community doesn't believe that uh, because there's no intelligence that supports that. And we have shared no intelligence with Chairman Schiff or any other member of Congress that Hunter Biden's laptop is part of some Russian disinformation campaign. It's simply not true. Uh, is there any more categorical denial than that? You think John Radcliffe, who is in it, heading the entire intelligence infrastructure of the United States, who he knows is dominated, sadly, by a lot of deep staters who have an anti-Trump agenda. You think Ratcliffe would go on TV and say that knowing if there was intelligence that this was Russian disinformation, the laptop, the Hunter Biden laptop? You think he would say that knowing the next day the information would be leaked? Well, why wasn't it leaked? Because it doesn't exist. There is no such thing. Biden's just making it up because he's panicking because his entire crime family's been exposed. He's the godfather. He's the godfather. Joe Biden. All right, let me get to my next sponsor. Before I get that, let me tease this quick. Coming up after the sub break here, I have the great Liz Harrington, who is terrific. Terrific. Just a fantastic spokesperson for the conservative cause. Absolutely wrecking the hapless, pathetic Christian Amanpour, who's just forfeited any semblance of respectability anymore, just humiliates herself. This is a great couple. We'll get to that in a second. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at BCM. This is one of their shirts. I really appreciate it. They make the best shirts. What's BCM? Stands for Bravo Company Manufacturing. They build a professional-grade firearm built to combat standards. You know why that matters? Because BCM believes the same level of protection should be provided to every American, regardless if they're a private citizen, a law enforcement professional, or someone in our military. Now, BCM, Bravo Company Manufacturing, they make the highest quality firearms out there. They are not a sporting arms company. If you're looking for hunting rifles, those are great companies that do that. That's not what BCM does. They build design, engineer. They manufacture life-saving equipment. Bravo Company Manufacturing Rifles. They assume that when a rifle leaves their shop, it will be used, God forbid, in a life or death scenario. There's no room for error. Quality is all that matters to them. I have two of these on target every single time. They've never failed me. Every component of a BCM rifle is hand-assembled and tested by Americans in Heartland, Wisconsin, right here to a life-saving standard. They put people before their products. They feel it's their moral responsibility as Americans, to provide tools that will not fail the end user. God forbid it's not just a paper target, but someone coming to do you or your family harm. They make reliable, life-saving equipment. Again, this is not a sporting arms company. The finest rifles on the market, highly recommended. Again, I have two of them. You want to learn more about them? Head on over to Bravo Company M, like Mary, F like Frank, G.com. Bravo Company M, F, G.com. Discover more about their products, special offers, and upcoming news. Do not buy a firearm without going to Bravo Company MFG first. Don't make that mistake. BravoCompanyMFG.com. Need more convincing? Check out their YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bravo Company USA. Go today 
These are really, really amazing, finely, finely produced and engineered products. Bravo company, mfg.com. All right. So, you know, the, listen, we've all given up on the media. No one actually takes the media seriously. They're a laughing stock. We get all that. They, you know, become a source of humor on the show. Uh, but again, it's the Truman Show where they think, you know, they're, they're everybody's acting around them, like acting like they're serious and they believe it. You know, the Jim Carrey in the Truman Show. So uh, the great Liz Harrington goes on CNN with uh, just a joke of a alleged reporter, Christiane Amanpour, who's just, I mean, embarrasses herself every time she goes up on the air. Um, and Christiane Amanpour, instead of trying to get to the bottom of the Hunter Biden laptop that Hunter Biden signed over with his own signature, and then Russia disinformation, she tries to parrot this Russian disinformation talking point. Liz Harrington's having absolutely none of this. Watch her just wreck Christiane Amanpour. This is great. Check this out. Rudolph Giuliani, that is the president's personal lawyer, was, quote, being used to feed Russian misinformation to the president. Um, Giuliani met in December with somebody who the United States government believes is a Russian agent. You know who I'm talking about, a Ukrainian parliamentarian by the name of Andrei Dekaj. Um, are you comfortable with the president of the United States being close to a person like Rudy Giuliani, who says also that he is not bothered whether any of the information comes from um, from Russian hacking. What does that say? Are you comfortable that CNN used Russian disinformation from a Russian asset to leak it to subvert the peaceful transfer of power? The reporting oh, on the dossier, Liz, which was complete Liz. verified Russian disinformation. Is it not? Is it not? Liz. Let's just get back to the story. Was the dossier here, okay? real? Was the dossier real? Oh, Can it's we very get back relevant to the because everything story? that Democrats accused us of doing well, is what they themselves did. Oh, it's so much fun watching Christiana Amanpour head in hand just get totally wrecked on her old show. Um, so again, uh, there's zero evidence. Um, no one in the intelligence community, the FBI or anywhere, is claiming Hunter Biden's uh, laptop from hell with mounds of evidence about an international pay-for-play scheme involving the former vice president of the United States' his family, no one's claiming that's Russian disinformation, ironically, besides the media, because they're a joke, and that's what they do. They're liars. I mean, they're not serious people. So I'm on board. Ah, ah. So just to double down on this, Liz Harrington makes a great point that it's funny, you're interested in a Russian disinformation campaign you have no evidence of, that it involves Rudy Giuliani, no evidence at all, and Hunter's laptop. There's zero evidence of that whatsoever. But yet the dossier, which the FBI suspected had Russian disinformation in it, CNN and others, Amon Pornos, promoted endlessly. Oh, you don't believe me? Um, here's a photo from the IG report, a screenshot from the IG report, where you can see right there, we highlighted that the IG himself said that the FBI thought that the reference subset of information in the dossier was part of a Russian disinformation campaign to denigrate U.S. foreign relations. This is, I mean, again, we're in that Seinfeld episode where, you know, Brian Stelter, George Costanza, he does everything backwards, George, remember that? And it works. We're in that episode now where everything's backwards. People who are in the media who are supposed to give you facts, they're not opinion people. Christian, I'm on board. Supposedly a journalist can easily look up the IG report that says, hey, the FBI thought the dossier was Russian disinformation. In other words, the Democrats were promoting Russian disinformation. And our talking point to Liz Harrington is that you guys are promoting Russian disinformation, yet I have no evidence that's actually true, yet I'm ignoring the mounds of evidence that the Democrats were promoting Russian disinformation. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. Nice job, Liz. Very, very well done. Moving on from the stupid Russian disinformation talking point discredited by, you know, Biden's own people. The in, 50 former Intel people said it's discredited. No, that's not what they said. They have they said they have no evidence it was discredited. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you read it? Of course you didn't. You're Joe Biden. Can't read. Idiot. What a moron. This is just, I'm really, this guy could be elected president. It's pathetic. Let me get to this now. China. Because this is the primary tier one foreign adversary of the United States right now, the Chinese Communist Party. This is a nuclear-powered, monstrous economy, huge economy, with an army of the size of which we haven't seen in modern human history. 
that is essentially paying a Biden, a Biden crime family member, according to their own emails, and holding money paid by the Chinese communists, holding money, according to their own emails, Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family, holding money for the big guy who is Joe Biden. You following me? Payoffs from the Chinese government to the Biden family who were holding money in what, escrow? What was there, an escrow account for the Chinese Communist Party for the big guy, Joe Biden? But ladies and gentlemen, this is something I didn't think of. I had Mayor Rudy Giuliani. He's on my interview show. Again, it'll air either later today or tomorrow. Please, please do not miss this before you vote. The interview with Mayor Giuliani is the second part of a three-part show. He says something stunning. I had to go back and ask him to say it again. He brings this up. Joe's already seen this. He hypothesizes that these payoffs from the Chinese Communist Party to the Biden family, where money was allegedly kept for Joe too, payoffs from a foreign enemy of the United States, had nothing to do with business at all. That this may have been an intel op by the Chinese government to get a blackmail file on Joe Biden in the event he ran for president. If he ran, the Chinese government must be laughing, saying, huh, this moron's running for president. Doesn't he realize we paid this guy off already? Fascinating. Fascinating. I want, this is about a minute clip from the interview. You can see the whole thing uh, later today or tomorrow. It'll be on my Rumble channel, Apple Podcasts, wherever our podcast is, Bongino.com. Here's Giuliani teasing this. This is just incredible. Mr. Mayor, you said something there pretty profound. I, I want to be sure the audience doesn't miss this. Is is there a possibility here, just to reiterate this, that this from the start was a Chinese operation to get dirt on the Bidens all to get knowing yeah. that he'd run for, I mean, you said that, I just want to be sure the audience understands me having some background oh, yeah. in intelligence stuff. That's, that's, that's perfectly possible that this could have been an op from the start, nothing to do with business and everything to do with dirtying up the Bidens. Two possibilities. The Chinese are dumb and like to give away billions of dollars. <laughs> right. The Chinese are, uh, among other things, very intelligent, and they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And they figure it was a good investment in the vice president since he had a lot of discretion over the islands, the tariffs, and he sold us out like crazy. I mean, it was pathetic. America was sold out completely. If, you know, you lost your job to China somewhere in the mid part of 2015, 16, 17, thank Joe Biden. You lost your job. Biden made 1.5 billion. I mean, it's disgusting. Yes. And then I think they figured that's over, but they had to have another another hold on this weak man. So they came up with this deal and the idiot becomes a 10% partner. Genius. You know, that's why Rudy Giuliani is one of the most legendary prosecutors in the history of the Southern District of New York when he ran that as a prosecutor for the government, breaking up the mob, uh, Ivan Boski, Milken. Because he put two and two together. I got to tell you, folks, I, 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 I missed that. I mean, I knew the Chinese were keeping, but I missed that part of it, that this from the beginning, beginning, had absolutely nothing to do with anything other than them, the Chinese, trying to get political insurance in the event Biden ran for president, that they'd have this blackmail file to use to negotiate with Biden if he is the president for tariffs, defense of Taiwan and other things. Just genius. This whole explanation that goes on for is just incredible. Please don't miss the show. By the way, funny note, I don't usually play cuts of myself. So while we were playing that, I'm watching myself on the screen, which I do on the teleprompter. I can see myself. So I noticed I was leaning a little too far into the mic. It's taped. And I'm like this. I'm moving back. I'm like, why am I not moving? You may say, Dan, that sounds pretty dumb. Hey, listen, I uh, the fourth wall, I tell you everything, good or bad. I'm like, why am I, I'm, I'm so up on the mic. Why am I not moving? Because it happened yesterday, you dunce. That's why. <laughs> Dope. I'm dead serious. I'm like, all right, stop chewing on the mic. Move. It's not moving. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. All right, I got more on this, including um, Lieutenant Tony Bobolinsky, uh, who yesterday gave a press conference. Bobolinsky was a... Biden business partner, a press conference that was just savage. There's no recovering from this from Biden. Again, I'm not sure Democrats care or not. They'll elect uh, someone alleged to be involved in a 
child endangerment ring, someone with a pay-for-play scheme. I don't think they really care anymore. I'm just telling you, they won't recover. Their reputation is finished forever amongst the sane people. All right, our final sponsor today, our friends at Top Resume. Ladies and gentlemen, no one likes looking for a job, right? It's time-consuming, can be frustrating, and it's largely out of your control. However, you know what the most important piece of your job search puzzle is. Of course, it's your resume. Is that entirely uh, in your control? It should be. Are you confident with the resume you're using to apply? You can't afford to doubt it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is you on paper right there. You got to get this right. You got to get this right. You can't mess around. You know, when you go to get your taxes done, you want them done right, right? So you go to an accountant. Yet the biggest decision of your life, getting a job, you're leaving your resume up to chance? No way. With today's competitive work environment, more and more companies are using recruiting software and resume scanning tools. Did you know this? To sort through resumes to determine which applicants to interview. Do you know that? If you didn't, you have to. That means if your resume isn't written in a very specific, precise way, it'll never even be seen. It goes right in the circular file. But the writers at Top Resume know exactly how to get your resume noticed. Top Resume is the world's premier resume writing service, writing and analyzing more than 4 million resumes and LinkedIn profiles too every year. Do not waste any more time. You hire pros for the most important decision of your life, right? Well, why not the most important decision, your job? Go to topresume.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O today and get a free resume review, free resume review and get 15% off professional resume writing services. Don't mess around with this. That's topresume.com slash Bongino. Upload your resume today. Get free advice from their expert team and get 15% off resume writing services. That's a nice discount. That's topresume.com slash Bongino for a free review and 15% off resume writing services. Again, topresume.com slash Bongino. Please don't wait. It's the most important decision of your life in many cases. Topresume.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the show. All right. So yesterday was a disaster for Biden. It wasn't just the debate. This may be the worst day of his campaign. I'm not kidding. First, he gets just uh, destroyed in the campaign. And then the information, well, Bob Alinsky gave his press conference first. So just to be clear, this is a former business partner of the Biden crime family. Now, to establish the playing field here, this guy's not anonymous. This is him. We have his actual name. He was a lieutenant in the military. By the way, I thought we weren't allowed to criticize military people like Colonel Vindman. Remember that? But Lieutenant Colonel, excuse me, Lieutenant Bobolinsky, Lieutenant Bobolinsky, he was in the military. You can, uh, the leftists are attacking him. Left, I thought we weren't allowed to attack military people. Colonel Vindman, remember him at the impeachment? Yeah, you can't yes. attack this man of honor and dignity who lied his way through the impeachment hearing. Remember that guy? You weren't allowed to attack him. He's in the military. Don't you dare. We love our military. We venerate them. But if you lie, you lie. But now it's interesting. They don't attack the military guy rule goes out the window when it's Lieutenant Bob Alinsky who worked with the Biden family and was clearly disturbed about a couple things. Joe Biden has lied repeatedly and said, I had nothing to do with my son's business dealings. I didn't know anything about them. Really? Because Bob Alinsky gave a presser yesterday, a press conference where he said, not only did Biden know, he was in on the actual meetings. Oh, yeah. Check this bad boy out. After months of discussion... I agree to Gillier and Hunter Biden's request to become CEO of the entity to be called Sinohawk. Sino representing the Chinese side, Hawk representing Hunter Biden's brother Bo's favorite animal. And between February and May 2017, we exchanged numerous emails, documents, and WhatsApp messages concerning Sinohawk and its potential business. On May 2nd, 2017, the night before Joe Biden was to appear at the Milken Conference, I was introduced to Joe Biden by Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. At, and a, at my approximately hour-long meeting with Joe that night, we discussed the Biden's history, the Biden's family business plans with the Chinese, with which he was plainly familiar, at least at a high level. Wait, how is that? That can't be uh, Armacost. That's got to be a lie. Yeah. Joe Biden already said he had nothing to do with his son's business dealings. But Lieutenant Bob Alinsky, remember, you're not allowed to attack the military, no, we, no. except if it's someone saying something that may affect the Democrats. Then attack away, Democrats, because you're frauds, mm -hmm. hypocrites, and phonies, and liars. Um, that's fascinating, because Bob Alinsky says he was at a meeting with Joe. Not Armacost, no. Biden. Yeah. Uh, how's that possible? 
Joe, that's clearly got to be a lie, right? Something's because Biden already told us he had nothing to do with the pay-for-play yeah. scheme. Not right nothing here. to do with nah, his son's business nah, dealings. Not, something's not right. Joe's spot on, as always. Huh. We should pay Joe for it. Joe would be the greatest cable news talking head ever. He isolates it down to a few words every time. <laughs> something's not right. It isn't. Now, you may say to yourself, if you're a loser liberal who can't accept the fact that you're Golden calf messiah Joe Biden is a liar, corrupt, international pay-to-play schemer. You may say, ah, Bob Alinsky's lying. He wasn't in a meeting with Joe Biden. Really? Because we have timestamp texts from Bob Alinsky's phone to people in the Biden crime family network. Oh. No, we don't. Sure we do. Here are the actual texts. Let's see text number one. Here is a text. Oh, there's Hunter Biden. Wow. T texting the Bob Alinsky. Bob Alinsky says, Hey, Chinese legal docs can be both. I'll make it traditional. Hunter says, I booked a 9 a.m. American flight from LAX to JFK on Thursday. Hunter Biden says again, dad, dad, that's Joe Biden. That's Hunter Biden's dad for the liberals who can't figure out how to read. Dad not in now until 11. Let me, I and Jim meet at 10 at the Beverly Hilton where he's staying. Uh... Okay, you may say, well, Dan, that's kind of weird that why would Hunter Biden be texting Bobolinsky, who says, no, no, Joe Biden was in on these meetings about when his dad's getting in and where he's staying. I, I, I thought Joe Biden said he didn't know about that. I, 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 thought, I thought he said that. Well, Joe, who knows? Maybe they were just talking about stopping by for a beverage, yeah. stopping by for an autographed photo. Could be, right? Sandwich. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. He, yeah, maybe Chinese like legal docs. Yeah. Chinese legal docs refers to some like name for a minor league baseball team. The Chinese legal docs coming up. Maybe he meant legal docs or something like that. Listen, okay, yeah. well, let's see the subsequent text. Maybe there's some clarification here. Um, here's Jim Biden, Joe Biden's brother. Again, uh, the text back and forth between uh, Lieutenant Bobolinsky and Jim Biden. Great to meet you and spend some time together. This is Bobolinsky texting Jim. Please thank Joe for his time. Was great to talk. Thanks, Tony B. <laughs> this is this is incredible. Tony B. He even does the New York Queens thing where we we uh, we uh, use a nickname and we use the first initial. Danny B. Joey B. Uh, this is great. So that's interesting that Bobolinsky, if he's lying. Fascinated, he's texting before he even knew Biden was going to run for president. Texted the lie, what he went back in time, like uh, Michael J. Fox and Back to the Future, and texted he went back in time to text Joe Biden's brother about the meeting they had with Joe to confirm a story he wasn't going to tell until years later. Weird again, maybe it was about the legal docs, uh, you know, like I said, a minor league baseball team. Them and Joe went to the game. You may say there can't be more text. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's more. Here's the Biden crime family team members texting back and forth to Tony Bobolinsky about how you shouldn't mention Joe Biden, not Armacost, Biden, because they get paranoid. Here's a guy by the names of James Gilliar. We don't really know how much his role with the Biden operation. We know he was in it. How much he knew, I'm not sure. But he says, this James Gilliard to Tony Bobolinsky, don't mention Joe Biden being involved. It's only when you are face to face. I know you know that, but they are paranoid. Bobolinsky replies back, okay, they should be paranoid about things. Now, we don't know Gilliard's role. I want to be clear on that, how much he knew or how much he didn't. But Gilliard, there's no question, is involved in this business with Hunter Biden. So now we have dad joe gets in at 11 we have tony confirming the meeting please thank joe biden for his time and then the uh right in that same text block there that happens later we have one of hunter biden's business partners saying hey don't mention joe only face to face why why not mention joe i mention armacost all the time why why am i not afraid because me and joe aren't involved in anything no illicit and or an international pay-to-play scheme with the chinese communist party or their minor league baseball team the legal ducks don't mention Joe. You think Bob Alinsky's lying in that statement? What evidence do you have he's lying after he's produced mounds? By the way, those are three texts. Folks, if you go to Parler, Facebook, Twitter, any social media site, and just put in Bob Alinsky texts, you can look up hundreds more that are damning indictments of the Biden crime family.
running a little low on time, but I want to get to this one more from last night's debate because it focuses on, shockingly, another country the Biden crime family is operating in. Really? We have Russia, China. We have Iraq. Well, we have Ukraine, too. Of course, that's why they impeached Trump. Impeached Trump. I thought we were talking about the Biden crime family. Exactly. So was Trump. That's why he was impeached. He dared to mention it on a phone call with the new Ukrainian president because he knew the Bidens were knee-deep in corruption in Ukraine. And Trump got impeached for it. Here's a video last night of Biden shockingly lying in. Did Biden tell the truth about anything last night? The answer is no. Uh, not one single substantive fact, I think, was true last night. Here's Biden from the debate arguing that his son's payoffs in Ukraine by a natural gas company in Ukraine that his son was working for that was under an investigation for corruption while Biden was the point man in Ukraine, that it was handled, quote, impeccably. That's an actual quote. Check this lying fraud spineless loser out. Check this out. Nothing was unethical. Here's what the deal. With regard to Ukraine, we had this whole question about whether or not because he was on the board, I later learned of a Burisma, a company, that somehow I had done something wrong. Yet every single solitary person when he was going through his impeachment, testifying under oath who worked for him, said, I did my job impeccably. They did? Wow, that's strange because we can actually go back. We, you know, the impeachment thing was videotaped and archived. I, I know that's a shocker to some liberals. Like, oh my God, real? yes, really. Um, yeah, that was on video. It was only televised all over the world when they impeached Trump for what Biden did. So Biden's claims, Joe, just to be crystal clear, you guys can rewind it and listen to yourself and ladies out there, please do if you missed it. Um, nobody had any complaints about my son being hired by a corrupt company under investigation that I made sure the prosecutor investigating my son's company in Ukraine was fired. Nobody had any problem with that at all. Matter of fact, it was handled, quote, impeccably. Really? Because this is a Obama diplomat, high level diplomat in Ukraine, George Kent, testifying at the impeachment hearing. That, oh, yeah, a whole bunch of people thought this was really weird that Hunter Biden was working for a company under investigation while his dad was the point man over there. Don't believe me. Listen to George Kent himself. The pervasive and longstanding problem of corruption in Ukraine included exposure to a situation involving the energy company Burisma. The primary concern of the U.S. government since 2014 was Burisma's owner, Mykola Zlochevsky, whose frozen assets abroad we had attempted to recover on Ukraine's behalf. In early 2015, I raised questions with the Deputy Prosecutor General about why the investigation of Mr. Zlochevsky had been terminated, based on our belief that prosecutors had accepted bribes to close the case. Later, I became aware that Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma. Soon after that, in a briefing call with the National Security Staff of the Office of the Vice President in February of 2015, I raised my concern that Hunter Biden's status as a board member could create the perception of a conflict of interest. Uh, Armacost, just as the audience ombudsman, yes. did you hear George Kent at any point there say that Joe Biden handled that impeccably? Yeah. Did, you, did, did we miss that? Nah, no, no. You didn't he, hear that, right? Nah, he didn't Paula, say did you that. hear it? He so we got a no from Joe. Yeah. No, he didn't say it. You, Joe's seen this now twice because he cut the, he actually cut the video. Paula, you know, I got a nod from Paula. No, Paula hasn't heard it either. No. That was Obama's guy, George Kent in Ukraine, a high level diplomat in Ukraine on the ground saying, hey, listen, Joe Biden was working for Zlochevsky, who we were investigating. People were looking at for corruption. Yeah, we thought that was a little weird. That's, Ob that's Obama's, Obama's guy. That's not my guy. Biden's lying again. All right, one more. We're going to do one more cut. I know we're running a little late today for the show. And tomorrow's show is about an hour, 20, hour, 30 minutes. Really good. Please, the interview show. Don't miss it. So uh, President Trump gave an interview to the absolutely hapless Total zero of a fake journalist, Leslie Stahl, who's worse than Christiane Amanpour, um, just a total ignoramus. It's like the Trump campaign wasn't spied on. <laughs> That's funny, Leslie. You're a real character. That's hilarious. So at one point, Leslie Stahl, who is a, a full-time activist for the Democrat Party now, apparently, um, Leslie asked President Trump about, this is how the show is going to tie into the beginning. What did I tell you in the beginning? President Trump is going full on out alpha male apex predator to do what? to appeal to his base, and he, they've largely forfeited an independent strategy. You get what I'm saying? Here's more proof they believe in this. Leslie Stahl tries to attack Trump for being really aggressive, calling people out, name-calling and stuff. Listen to Trump's comeback. It's just an absolute classic. Hey, he's like, well, yeah, well, where are we? Where are we right now? Check this out. So let's get back to the name-calling. 
Okay, and, and whether you think it's turning people off. No, I think look, it is what it is. Where are we sitting now? Where, where are we sitting? In the Rose Garden. Of what? Of the White House. That's right. How did I get here? How did I get here? We're in the White but House. What are you saying? Oh, but by name calling, you think that no, that's not by name calling. By you know, doing the right thing, and we've we have a great record. <laughs> Greatest line ever. Where are we sitting, Leslie? She's all confused because she's really not bright. She's like, uh, the Roosevelt Room? He's like, no, we're sitting in the White House. I love her. How do we get here? How do we get here? Folks, please watch that. Rumble.com slash Bongino. That's the White House footage of the 60 Minutes interview, which they would a great decision released early. How do we get here? If you guys are so smart and we're so stupid, how come we're in the Roosevelt Room and you're interviewing me? How come? How do we get here? How do we get here? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for another great week. This is by far our most listened to, watched week ever on our show. We have blown away every Dan Bongino show record, thanks to you. You're the best audience in the business. We deeply appreciate it. Um, if you wouldn't mind, a humble request here, please subscribe to my show on Apple Podcasts. Um, and if you wouldn't uh, mind subscribing to the video show, rumble.com slash Bongino, we'd really appreciate it. It's free. It's no cost to you at all. But the way these chart rankings work, subscriptions push you up the charts. Honestly, whether you listen or not, the subscriptions sometimes matter almost more than you for the charts, but it helps other people find the show. It keeps our marketing budget under control too. So we really appreciate it. Please subscribe. Again, it's all free. Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts as well, and uh, rumble.com slash Bongino. Thank you so much. We'll see you all on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.